0: This is the Everyday AI Show, the everyday podcast where we simplify AI and bring its power to your fingertips. Listen daily for practical advice to boost your career, business, and everyday life. AI is actually reading minds. Wild. Uh, So that's one of the things that we're going to talk about today on Everyday AI, your daily stream, podcast, and newsletter that helps everyday people like you and me understand, leverage, and actually use AI to help you grow your your career and even your personal life. So we have a lot of things to get to today in today's show. But first, just wanted to introduce uh, Derek, the founder of Teams. Sobiko.
1: Yeah. Uh, Derek, how's it going? Hey, Jordan, it is going well. I'm glad to be joined here uh, this morning. I'm excited to get into this, especially because AI is reading minds and as a former magician, AI is coming (laughs) from magic too.
0: Oh man, didn't even think about that. All right, so let's let's quickly go over some of the top AI news and then we'll get uh, a little bit more into Derek's story and how he's using AI for his company. So let's talk about that first one. This is, you know, I I swear, science fiction from, from, you know, 80s movies, but it's getting closer to reality. Uh, So this is a recent University of Texas study uh, showed that a decoder uh, essentially was able to transcribe content of silent videos while in a scanner. So it's essentially, in theory, able to translate someone's brain activity into plain, readable language. uh, Derek, uh, like this is Brit, like fresh news. What are your wh- what are your thoughts on what this means?
1: Uh, well, um, it I think it's going to be a rather interesting thing. One because I it sounds like this is being done in kind of like a medical setting. So I uh, like think of all the people who might have issues with communicating because they might be in a coma, etc. Like being able to help decipher kind of what's going on without physical communication, insane. Um, Right. I'm sure that maybe there is some way that this is going to help just break down uh, communication barriers between different languages. What about communication barriers between different species? Well, we know what dolphins are saying. Who knows? (laughs) Man, that's that's like imagine talking to your dog
0: a great a great conversation for another day but uh again we're gonna have more information on this on the newsletter so make sure to uh, sign up for that your everydayai.com check that out uh, kind of our, our second piece of news here um, is midjourney has some big updates so uh, maybe not all of you are midjourney users let me just kind of uh, tell you what it is real quick and what these updates mean so uh You've probably all heard of ChatGPT. The parent company of ChatGPT is OpenAI. They have their own imaging model that allows you to type in text and get some amazing images called DALL-E. Uh, so DALL-E's probably biggest competitor, and it's probably more um, popular, is called MidJourney. It's it's a private company, so they do the same thing. You can type in uh, you can type in any text prompt and get some amazing images. So their new updates today, it's called MidJourney 5.1. It's designed to let beginners like you and I, I've used MidJourney for months, but I don't use it often, but it allows you to get better results with simpler prompts. Um, Also, there's a new moderation system. Um, You you know, everything on AI is is moderated because if not, uh, things could go wild. But instead of just blocking words, it uses context, so you know maybe you do have a a correct use case for this um, for this technology, and instead of just blocking it, um, it's just going to use the context to see if it should be blocked. Uh, Derek, I know you you've said you've kind of you, you know played around with this,
1: but uh, what are your thoughts? Well, uh, generally, when I've used the image AIs, it's been the, the marketing standpoint. So, like for example, generating thumbnails. And my experience is that the images generated pretty much suck. And we all know how important thumbnails are in attracting attention. So if we're able to be given tools that we're able to generate custom engaging marketing materials visually, it's going to continue evolving this entire landscape
0: exactly and and actually right before we jumped on uh let's let's see if I can oh, share yeah. it quick so if you're uh, if you're listening on the podcast make sure to uh check check this out uh on our website your we just did a quick one here so again if you're watching this on a stream you can probably see my my screen right now derek just gave me a a simple prompt uh we put it in there and we got some pretty cool looking stuff here. Um, so yeah, make sure if, if you haven't already, uh, check out mid journey and, uh, you know, follow along. We'll also be talking about this, uh, as, as we go along on the show, um, last but not least, cause I really want to get into a little bit more of, of what you're doing, Derek. The last big thing is uh, ChatGPT chat GPT with some, some new updates, uh, a lot actually, and in the chat GPT world, but essentially there's some new, um, new news, Italy has reversed its ban. Uh, originally, they banned GPT. Now mm. they are not banning it. Uh, Samsung and JP Morgan and other big uh, companies are now restricting its use due to, you know, compliance and privacy concerns. And a great segue into your world now, Derek, uh, some some new chat GPT plugins are being released. A couple highlights are, are Zillow and Redfin. Um, and again, if you don't know ChatGPT plugins is probably because most of us do not have access. Probably 0.01% of users are actually getting access to these. So um, actually, it's a great transition, Derek, to, uh, to your company. So just give us, give us a brief overview of kind of who you are and what you do, because it's in real estate.
1: Yeah, so at at a very bare minimum level, uh, I'm a broker, I'm a managing broker, as well as a licensed appraiser. Uh, Team Sobico is a licensed real estate brokerage, and that's part of a larger real estate organization under the name of Sobico. And basically what I do is I help people navigate and evaluate real estate, whether that's your first uh, rental that you're looking for, or whether you're looking to expand operations for a retail operation or looking to buy a warehouse. Uh, We are a full service brokerage. And generally, what we try to do is provide a risk mitigate, risk mitigating, and practical approach. That might sound very, uh, you know, basic, but you'd be surprised how many people don't even think about just general good principles when making investment and risk decisions, especially in real estate. Everybody thinks like they watch HGTV and it's easy peasy. That's not the real. <laughs> that's not the reality. Um, and right now, with all these AI tools coming in, and with some regulation changes that happened over the last couple of years. It has literally empowered individuals like myself to go out into the world and start a company, which usually you needed an entire team of people to do. And now as a single person, and hopefully soon expanding a little bit more than that, but right now as a single person, you're able to basically do the job of like 20 people.
0: Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And, and tell, me, tell me a little bit about what that was like, uh, because the, um, the company is a little newer, right? It's, it's, it's le- less than a year?
1: Correct. Uh, okay. I, the company is less than a year, but I've been a practicing broker since 2016.
0: Yeah. So, you know, even let's talk about that starting your own business. Um, you know, this was right kind of during the, the, the boom, I guess, of, of people, um, getting on board with, with chat GPT. Um, how, how, how did you use AI just kind of in the, um, in the early days of, of, you know, starting, starting your company?
1: Yeah. Well, um, Here's the thing that I would say. So the motivation to start that company was always there. But when you're looking at a challenge like that, you're thinking to yourself, how am I going to do this? So one of the things that came out of this entire process is that the AI tools that exist were almost out of necessity needed in order to help a single individual be productive enough in order to take on this challenge as an individual and to me, I'm looking at it as a way not only to put out the material that I need to put out, but also to generally maintain a lifestyle that I want to maintain while keeping um, I would say like, I'm not exactly sure what that is, but there's something there where an individual is able to take on the responsibilities required of running an entire company, not just from a front end uh, standpoint, but there are a lot of things that go into it. Um, even on the back end, compliance, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot that people don't know about entrepreneurship in terms of what happens in the background, health insurance, et cetera. Uh, Putting together workflows that help you stay efficient and get these tasks done as quickly as possible, not only allows you to accomplish more, but at the end of the day, I don't need to keep working You know, past, call it six, seven, eight or whatever my cutoff time is. I can take some time at the end of the day, still enjoy the day. And get back right into it tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I love that. And and you know, going back to um, one of our three news pieces uh, that that we segued into uh, your introduction. So, you know, even with ChatGPT um, now integrating with with, with some big uh, some big partners like Redfin and Zillow, and obviously we don't know a whole lot about what this means. Uh, but one thing we do mean, uh, or sorry, one thing we do know is this will allow people to kind of chat, um, you, you know, with uh, with different chat agents, uh, you know, specifically chat GPT and, and access, you know, real time information about real estate. So, yeah. you know, again, we don't know a lot of details, but but, Derek, you know, what does this kind of mean for the industry in general? And then how can, you know, people like like yourself kind of use this information to yeah. your advantage?
1: Yeah. So that this is actually really, really interesting. So without knowing exactly how these tools are going to be integrated, the way that I hope that, or the way that I would, my initial reaction to, I hope these tools are integrated would be, for example, an agent is able to take all the specifics of a property, kind of preload that into a chat bot so that as people are exploring real estate, you know, online searching for it, et cetera, they can kind of start a chat with a chatbot and ask these specific questions of that property and get a real time answer. Uh, where normally they would be kind of trying to call the agent to Mm -hmm. get those answers. So it might help in the in the search process, et cetera. But there are a lot other a lot more um, complex issues to kind of consider, because like once you're under contract, you still need to go through inspection, et cetera, advisory things. And not only from your agent, but from inspectors, from lawyers, from lenders, where the AI might not be fully comprehensive to do that. But, from a top level, it should be able to help you discover uh, property a little bit faster and maybe identify your priorities a little bit faster so that you're not wasting your time chasing poor deals. you're chasing deals that you're actually interested in that you have a higher degree of confidence in. yeah, I love that. so it's it's almost
0: you know helping um almost having an assistant to help you know qualify leads or, or get more information out of them before they're finally talking to um you, you know the real estate agent more or less, right?
1: Uh, potentially like it, it could be helpful for basically for both. It could help the agent, um, scale their communication so that they're communicating with more prospects about a property and answering more questions, inquiries about that property. At the same time, it might help consumers decipher the landscape a little bit better and be able to dive into certain properties and identify issues or, uh, benefits of a property a little bit faster. That's a, that's a great question. Um, or
0: or sorry, a great response because I, um you bring up a great point that there is um there is dual benefit right it it can benefit right. someone on your side and it can also benefit the um the consumer who's, who's who's looking and then so so maybe once the introduction does happen you know in real life right because you're you're always going to have to be working with well i think you're always going to have to be working with a human you know to 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 finish um you know transactions but it it sounds like you know a great use case for ai is just making sure when that you know, in, in-person introduction happens, everyone's that much closer to, you, you know, making a transaction
1: happen. Right. I mean, one of the things that I, we talked a little bit briefly uh, prior to jumping on here, but um, AI currently in various fields, whether that is lending, whether that's attorneys, whether that's real estate, it can't hold a license. Like an AI can't go out there and it can't get a broker license. It can't actually do that stuff, right? So there are regulation um things happening or regulation and rules that are preventing AI from basically representing you. But at the same time, I'm not sure if I would necessarily want a robot to be my representative, right? Like I can I can rely on a robot to scour through a lot of data very efficiently, but I don't know if I'm going to trust its judgment just yet. And for example, in a lot of the use cases that I do and writing reports, etc., um marketing materials are reliant on real time data of what's happening in the economy, et cetera. And whenever I try to prompt a chat GPT type um, program in order to write a report, like let's say I give it a prompt of like, give me the real estate in Chicago of 2023, right? Like what does that landscape look like? It's only as good as the data that it's pulling from. And I haven't seen an industry with more crap data than real estate. (laughs) Basically, it's garbage in, garbage out. And if you have good agents putting in good data, you're going to get better responses. And if you have terrible inputs, you're going to get terrible responses. And many times when I get a response out of these programs, it's just not accurate to what the current landscape is. Sometimes it's a year or two behind. Like, for example, uh, right now, um, I was trying to write a report on, hey, what's coming down the pipeline? Because there are a lot of things happening in the background of real estate in terms of lending, in terms of commercial loans coming due. And there's a lot of, with all these bank failures, like all of these things are interconnected. And when I tried to write a report on that just this week, it was giving me a response as if it was everything's fine and dandy. And that's not the case. There are a lot of things that might cause like problems and none of those data points seem to be reflective in the actual output. So whenever I'm using these tools, because I'm a licensed broker who has to communicate accurately I take this you know, information in usually as a first draft, but then I'm going back in to try to add in the context, add in the relevant data and modify it to actually be valuable to today's actual consumer because exactly. you're trying to make decisions, usually financial decisions off of this kind of information. And if you're running off of data that's incorrect, you're going to make poor, actually wrong decisions.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Derek, you bring up a great point, you know, that a lot of these models, um, you know, chat GPT as an example. Yeah. Their, their data is old. It's not, you know, hundred percent up to date. I believe the last date we saw for, you know, at least for chat GPT is uh, September, 2021. So it's something important to keep in mind that yes, like, like Derek brings up, if you want, very up to date information, at least uh, you know something like ChatGPT is maybe not your best bet. We'll talk about that more um, in, in future shows, but there are you know other um, options. But yeah, Derek, that's a great point. Um, and real quick, as we are winding down on time, I would love just one quick. Uh, One quick uh, question here for you, Derek, you know, you are someone that has, um, you know, experience in your field and you did use AI to help you go from, you know, kind of an employee, you know, employed with another company to starting your own business. So just real quick, you know, if you were to give, uh, you know, listeners and viewers, you know, one or two quick um, pieces of advice on how you can use AI to help start a business um, you know through any successes or failures that 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 you've had doing yeah. it you know what would your what would your
1: response be um that's a great question if i'm if i'm to be if i'm to to give a earnest honest answer on this, I would say any business that you're going to start whether it's real estate or otherwise it's centered around the idea that you're performing repeated operations that provide value to your customers so if you're able to dissect what that process is and be able to identify moments where you can automate or flat out hand it off to AI, you're able to then build processes that are automatic, that provide results, that provide value, and allow you as an individual to focus on other business priorities so for example, I'm using it in terms of marketing, in terms of automation, scheduling, and in terms of anything that I need to get away from in order to advance my business. I'm trying to think, is there a way that I can integrate an AI tool to help me accomplish this faster? Not, it's not going to replace everything, but if I'm able to, for example, take my marketing and what used to be a 20-hour-a-week kind of thing and drop it down to five, all of a sudden, I have fifteen extra hours that I can dedicate towards another more priority task.
0: That's that's an amazing point, uh, Derek. Thank you again for joining us, and and thank you uh, to everyone watching, listening, reading the newsletter. Uh, please check out your everydayai.com. Uh, let us know what you think of the show. Let us know you know what can help you you know better understand and better use AI. Um, and please do sign up for the daily newsletter. Quick plug: we are giving away. Two premium, year-long licenses to chat GPT premium. There is a free version. The premium version's much better. Uh, Again, Mm. so go ahead, sign up for the newsletter. Um, Derek, thank you again for joining us and everyone out there listening, watching, reading. We'll see you tomorrow and every day. Thank you. And that's a wrap for today's edition of Everyday AI. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a rating. It helps keep us going. For a little more AI magic, visit youreverydayai.com and sign up to our daily newsletter so you don't get left behind. Go break some barriers and we'll see you next time.